Hello and welcome to the latest HSBC's eventing news. I'm Sam Lloyd and each month we'll bring you all the stories and personalities from the world of three-day eventing. Coming up in this month's programme. A British rider is crowned Golden Girl in Fontainebleau. This is what you dream of. Um, anyone that rides horses uh, competitively would, would dream about being in this position. And there have been some amazing people that have won gold medals ahead of me. And now I've joined them. So I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> While another Brit is living the dream after a phenomenal year. I always thought it was possible, but I never knew that it had come quite so quick and all at once. Um, I still... Definitely haven't had it sink in yet. And ever wondered what three-day eventers do to relax? Doing my sport, I, I tend to have to deal with lots of people all the time, and so I like to just go away by myself. But first, Fontainebleau was the venue for the HSBC FEI European Eventing Championships, with Team GB aiming for their eighth consecutive gold medal. Represented by Tina Cook, William Fox Pitt, Oliver Townend and Nicola Wilson, there was a strong British presence at the championships, but the riders knew they would face stiff competition from countries such as Germany and France. It was the perfect start with superb performances in dressage. That was followed by an excellent cross-country day to retain the overall lead. And so it was a case of the British riders keeping their nerve in the show jumping. And to the delight of the supporters, they did just that to clinch team gold. But the celebrations did not stop there, with Tina Cook also winning individual gold on Miner's Frolic. To be honest, it's, it's a really weird feeling. It's a feeling that you sort of dream about, wonder how you're going to feel. Um, it hasn't really sunk in yet, but um, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's what you work for. Anyone that rides horses uh, competitively would, would dream about being in this position. And there have been some amazing people that have won gold medals ahead of me, and now I've joined them, so... I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> and coming into this competition, did you think you could actually do it, especially the, the individual competition? I don't put that sort of pressure on myself. I put my pressure on myself to do a good performance, first and foremost to get the team gold and then individual medal if everything works out. Um, you need a huge amount of luck, as it's shown in this competition. Some of the other nations didn't have the luck on their side. We, the British team, did. But it was hard fought, and even though the results don't show it, you know, it was a really tough competition. And what a debut it proved to be at this level for Piggy French, who claimed individual silver with her horse someday soon. I think everyone is as shocked as I am. As I said earlier in the week, I've come here as a wild card, and um, I think the selectors want to give me the experience in future years when they think you know I've got a horse or I'm a combination to be you know competitive at these things and but I'm just so proud of him I just can't tell you how he has just pulled everything out of the bag this week that you know I ever thought he could do he's gone better than I could ever imagined and um, I'm just thrilled to bits with him and you know I will definitely wake up tomorrow morning and probably have to pinch myself and think, goodness, what happened last week. But I'm looking looking forward to the feeling of it anyway, but I'm just very pleased. 
really pleased. Because when I spoke to you earlier in the week, Picky, you, you said you weren't dreaming necessarily of a medal, but here we are, you've got the silver medal to go home. Just, it all worked in your favour. It did, it really did. If someone had told me at the beginning of the week I was going to get a medal, I would have said, get on, you know, go away. Don't be so stupid, but it has. So, you know, obviously miracles do happen and, you know, keep working away. And, you know, anyone's dream can come true. Hopefully one day, you know, if I think I can do silver today, then hopefully there'll be a gold another day. So once again, a superb result for the Brits in what proved to be a thrilling competition. HSBC sponsored the event as this is the second year the Global Bank has been involved in the sport. And our reporter Rachel Ferguson caught up with Giles Morgan, group head of sponsorship in Fontainebleau. There are riders competing here from all over Europe and HSBC is a global brand. Is that why the sponsorship works so well? Yeah, it is. I mean, we, we were looking to be involved in a, a, a sport that was international, uh, that spoke to a lot of different countries and we're involved in golf and rugby and tennis and so on. But this sport has a very interesting following, particularly in Europe, which is a very important market to us. And uh, you know, we've done a lot in UK and Germany and France and obviously Poland this year with the World Cup as well. And it's really international. I think there are 18 different countries or 18 different nationalities competing here. Just brilliant. I mean, it's been a really international event and we are the world's local bank, so it makes sense. And would you say that people are now associating HSBC with three-day eventing? It is your second year of sponsorship. I think we're getting there. I think within the, the world of three-day eventing, um, people are very aware of what we've done by combining into a classic series with the HSBC Classics, um, with the four-star events, obviously with the World Cup, with the qualifiers and the final, and now this, which is the European Championships, obviously a huge, huge prestige um, within the calendar. So I think within the world, yes, we are. What we're now trying to do is to broaden that as far as possible and to speak to beyond the eventing world. And for those people that want a wonderful day out, a weekend to watch talented athletes and horses compete, if we can help grow the sport, then we've really helped make a difference. There's no doubt that every round of the 2009 HSBC FEI Classics has been simply thrilling. And there was huge anticipation for the finale at Les Etoiles de Pau in France, with the pressure on Oliver Townend to claim the prestigious crown. Townend arrived in France leading the series by 12 points after superb wins at Badminton and Burley, combined with an 8th place finish in Kentucky. With riders from nine nations entered, there was very much an international field, but all eyes were on Townend and the young Briton looked in great form to enter the final phase, the show jumping as overnight leader. But the final phase did not go according to plan. Townend's mount, Carousel Quest, who had given his all on the cross-country the day before, hit seven fences and incurred time faults which dropped them down to eighth place. But it was Germany's Dirk Schrader who jumped a beautiful clear round on King Arthur to claim the first four-star win of his career. It means a lot because I'm trying quite a few years already in, in four-star and I was always second and third but never winning and that's something yeah special. Um, so it means uh, really a lot to win my first four-star. Despite his disappointing show-jumping round, Oliver Townend still secured the 2009 HSBC FEI Classics title. 
The icing on the cake and what has been a remarkable season, but has it sunk in yet? Rupert Bell made the journey to Oliver Stables in Shropshire to talk to the man who's living the dream. Well, it's a glorious winter's morning. Chance for you to put your feet up, I suppose, for the next couple of months. But let's just reflect on 2009 as a whole. It has been an extraordinary year. Can when early part of the year, do you think really what you've achieved this year was was possible? Um, I always thought it was possible, but I never knew that it had come quite so quick and all at once. Um, I still definitely haven't had it sink in yet. Um, looking back, a badminton and a Burley win is obviously something very special, but still definitely is nowhere near in my head that we've done that yet. Was the win, in the, I suppose, about this 12 months ago, the win that sort of gave you the confidence because you won the express eventing did that suddenly say right my horses now are, are in the big time yeah um definitely or it just sort of fulfilled the belief that i had and made me more confident it definitely helped on the dressage front because we had to do a dressage test that was a, of a higher level than what we do in the four star eventing tests and then to think that a four star test is easier than what you've done, just gives you a huge confidence and a confidence to ride it more. I've always been hopefully very good on the jumping front, um, but now to feel that I'm almost as competent in the dressage is a great feeling. And that's what happened both at Babington and Burley, two different horses, but you set the tone with those the dressage tests at both events. Yeah, um, Flint was actually third after the dressage at Badminton, Carousel Quest led, but I mean I've you know led at the Europeans, I led at the World Cup final, and and um, it's just having that confidence to go in there and and ride and and not be too worried about what it looks like almost, which is a little bit back to front, but um, to just be a hundred percent relaxed and ride the best test you can. What is it about Flint? Circus gives him. He's such a been such a superstar. He's been a huge superstar for me, and it's very difficult to um, figure out what makes him so special because he um, he is a very I shouldn't really say it like this, or it sounds wrong, but he's a quite a normal horse to ride um, in terms of he's very nice on the flat. He feels okay over a show jump, and he feels okay cross country. But there's nothing that actually stands out about him. Apart from his brain, I think more than anything, he wants to do it. And he's been hugely successful and very tough. And I think that's what's perhaps kept him at the top as well, that he's always been there. And then Carousel Quest, uh, who had good burly form. But then, I mean, talk about a, a near perfect performance. That was it. Yeah, that was it. I mean, he's a class horse. We bought him for very, very little money as he's had a lot of soundness issues and brain issues. He's, he's quite a um, quite a uncomfortable character with himself at times, you could say. Um, he's been eliminated in three dressage tests with Cressida, but she did a great job in producing him and coaxing him through it all. But, I mean, he'd had nearly three years off, on and off on his record, before, before he came here. So it was a gamble for my owner, Andrew Cawthray, but obviously a gamble that seriously paid off at Burley. Well, I'm talking to you just a week after you finally secured that HSBC Classic title. 
What does that actually mean to you that you managed to win it and in the end relatively comfortably because your closest challenger, William Foxpit, didn't quite go as well as he would have wanted it in the cross country? Yeah, um, I was actually sat warming up next to a big screen um, and when I saw William run out, um, you know, we knew that we'd won it before we set off around the cross country and it's quite a strange feeling to go out on the four-star cross country knowing that you've already won $150,000 so it was quite difficult to concentrate for the first couple of fences but um, great feeling and you know thank you to HSBC because it seriously has made a difference. Significantly though your ambitions for next year you've got some serious targets now because as Britain's number one you've now got not only trying to retain your HSBC title you've got the World Equestrian Games you won't be resting on your laurels I don't think. No, definitely not. Um, I'm feeling more focused than ever. As I said, we've you know obviously had a good few parties after badminton and Burley and express eventing, but at the same time, there's still a lot more that I want to achieve. And as long as I have the horsepower and keep dedicated and focused on working through the winter towards next year, I'd be very positive. And to do that, you've got a big team, you've got oh, sort of 40-odd horses here, but uh, without your team, it's, it's not a one-man band, this sport, is it? No, definitely not. I've got a huge team who, you know, I'm absolutely so proud of. I couldn't really start to describe it. There's nine members of staff here, and mum and dad moved in as well to give me a hand, because um, I haven't long had this place um, so it's a relatively new team apart from a couple of old faces but at the same time such a dedicated team of staff and and all seem to get on it, it really does seem to work at the minute. So Oliver Townend takes the title well it's also been a great year for Sam Griffiths. Rachel Ferguson caught up with the Australian at his home in Dorset and started by asking him how he got into the sport. Um, I rather sort of fell into it really. I um, I grew up with ponies. I have two other brothers that rode as well. And so, um, you know, when we were little kids, we just got out, sort of jumped on the ponies, cantered around the paddock, jumped a few logs, took them for a swim in the dam. And uh, and from there, sort of, we went through pony club. And, um, you know, then the competitive spirit sort of grew a bit from pony club. And then, um, you know, it sort of just progressed from there. Uh, and then to become a professional, uh, I, I basically took a gap year. Uh, I was studying at university, but decided I'd, I'd you know, do some travelling. I travelled around and um, I got offered a job in England, which I um, sort of took on. And, and again, it grew from there. So um, I, I'd never really planned to be a professional rider, but sort of fell into it. And now I really love it. And you came over to the UK in 1995. Have you looked back since? Well, yeah, I mean, I originally came over and thought, oh, I'll just give it a year. And, um, and it sort of just kept growing from there. At, at times it's difficult because I'm quite close to my family and I, I really miss uh, being in Australia and around my friends that I grew up with. But, uh, you know, for eventing, this is a place to be. Let's look at the, the great three-day eventers, Sam. We have the Brits, the Kiwis and the Aussies. What is it about Australians and three-day eventing? Well, you know, I, th I think, um, you know, being young and being able to have access to a lot of horses, um, we have a lot of racing in Australia and so it's quite easy to get uh, sort of good horses and, um, d and then being able to just have riding and fun in the, in the outdoors, um, I, I think that makes us enjoy ourselves um, and then, then combine that 
with the, the Australian competitive spirit, you know, the, we always like to be competitive in Australia, and I, I think I think that's what makes us good, or it definitely contributes anyway. And you have had a fantastic year this year. Can you just talk me through that? Well. Um, a lot of it surrounds my top horse, a horse called Happy Times. Um, and so he, he came third at badminton. And to prove it wasn't a fluke, he, he followed it up with another third at Burley. And so whenever you have third at those two events, it's got to be a good year, no matter what else happens. Luckily enough, the rest of my horses have gone really well as well. So, um, you know, you always have your ups and downs in a season. But uh, no, I've had a great season. And doing so well at those four-star events meant that you did really well with the HSBC FEI Classics. Was that just the icing on the cake for 2009? A real icing, yeah. I mean, what a bonus. Um, you know, HSBC, you know, this incentives is great for the sport. Um, I was lying third coming into the last round and the last round being in Poe. Uh, unfortunately, I, I didn't go, so I made myself a little vulnerable. And for a little while, it actually looked like... Um, I might not finish in the top five in the HSBC series, but luckily I snuck in or held on. Um, so, so the results there didn't go my way, but listen, I'm thrilled to have, have finished there. I'm really thrilled. And what's, what have you got planned for the winter months and 2010? Well, I'm going to start and have a good holiday. Uh, I'll go back and visit my family out in Australia and uh, take my wife out with me. And so there, my main plan is not to do anything with horses. Uh, it's so full on during the season that I, I find I need a real break and need to freshen up. Then uh, for next year, my main goal is going to be the uh, World Championships. Um, and so I'll probably campaign my top horse fairly lightly and just stick to CIC uh, international one-day events and uh, and pretty much aiming for that. So, uh, listen, I'd like to go really well, well at the World Championships, so I'll be putting most of my focus towards that. And we wish Sam and Happy Times the best of luck. That's it for this month, but until the next time, it's goodbye. Goodbye.